The Wrestling Show. No, I I don't have to worry about infections because after my surgery I couldn't shit for like a day or two because of the the goddamn anesthesia, right? And so that shit fucks you all up. And so my wife's like, "Bro, you need to fucking do Metamucil." So she went to Costco and got like that citrus flavored Metamucil, like two big old things. That thick ass shit. But you gotta drink it right away, Willis. You gotta drink that shit quick. So she, so she put it in a um, in a bottle, a water bottle, like a bottle of water, and then she shakes it up real quick and she like, slammed that shit. So I slammed it, and I swear to God, bro, I've been drinking that shit every fucking day. <laughs> and there, dude, there's virtually no wiping. It's amazing. I'm like, this is great. Life is good, bro. Life is muy es bueno. <laughs> I might need to find some team to clean up my system. <laughs> you better do it, bro. I'm going to take this band-aid off. Um, no, we was just talking about how my son fucking bought a... a he bought a, um, a lower trigger system for his, his AR. Mm-hmm. Uh, his AR-15. It's called a Rare Breed. And it's a semi-auto trigger pull so once you pull it it shoots and then once you pull it back again it, it shoots so it's like pretty much full, a fully automatic AR but he's trying to sell it because it doesn't fit his gun Damn. what a shame I know huh <laughs> life life of a gunsmith <laughs> so uh, this is it huh we're doing the wrestling show part 2 yeah mm-hmm. The Wrestling Show, Part 2. Live Wrestling Show, Part 2. Um, <laughs> I just watched... Um, okay, you guys remember the, the Malachi Black promo, or the Tommy N promo he did before he went yeah. into AEW? Yeah. Okay, did you guys see the new shit that they just did? Yeah, I seen it on um, last night. I posted the, it on the NFW page. I didn't see it, so I just watched it literally fucking ten minutes ago with Buddy, the Buddy Murphy one. Yep. Yep. Dude, that's pretty amazing, bro. They're like saying that they're in a fucking mental institution, and they got released. And I don't. I don't think he's coming to um, AEW. I think he's going to Impact. No, he's not going to Impact. Oh my god. <laughs> Couldn't hit you over the head with a with a hammer. <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you? He, that's where he's going to end up going. Are you watch. fucking nuts? Did you he, see that video? I just they didn't play that video for him to go to fucking Impact. Come on. He's not. They ain't showed on AEW. Oh goddamn, Willis! Please watch. You'll see. Oh, you be think like, you're insane? Watch. He is going to. He is he going to join go- up with Alistair Black. He not going, Daddy. Yeah, yeah, he all. They, they, 
They got, they got you are insane. They got Punk and Brian and Bray Wyatt coming. He ain't going there. They yeah, he is. They didn't make that video and spend that kind of money for him to go to fucking Impact. Well, you, he probably uh, did it out of his own pocket. It's the but, same video. The same people. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> they, they did that with um, what's what's that fucking fool? EC3. He uh, had almost a video like that, and he ended up going to Impact. Oh God, Lord, EC3's help me. He's in uh. Where's he at now? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> right. Fucking help me out here, will you please, with this kid? I I think that that video indicates because they're 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 kind of carrying the same storyline with Alistair or with Malachi Black. Of course, that it's at the same mental institution, same actors. They got him in the fucking yard walking around like Michael Myers, but the, the it's fuzzy on his face. But you know it's him. I think they're going to be making like a House of Black type of thing because he's been pimping that House of Black thing. And I would not be surprised if they start bringing more motherfuckers over into the House of Black. I would be not be fucking surprised if they don't fucking bring Ruby Riot into the House of Black or Ruby Soho. <laughs> Ruby uh, <laughs> that's name. Well, it's a it's a punk band. Uh, that's the name of uh, one of her favorite bands, Rancid. They have a song called Ruby Soho. So that's why she's naming herself Ruby Soho. But um, so I, I I believe that he's starting a stable unless he's going to stay with the gimmick of just I'm on my own. I'm more powerful on my own, which is cool, too. You know, either way, that motherfucker, there's been no ex- I don't think there's been this much excitement for a guy to be in AEW. There hasn't been a premiere like this in AEW. Uh, All excitement. I know is he ain't going to fucking impact. Mm-hmm. Well, they all. I heard. I, I heard now, so might as well. Shit, you are insane. That's all I, I gotta say. I heard that. I heard that Bray Wyatt uh, shaved his beard off. Did you guys see that picture? He's the oh. funniest shit without Doesn't his nigga beard. He looks like he's like Curly fucking Howard. That guy. He <laughs> <laughs> looks like Curly Howard with fucking ramen noodles on the top of his head. <laughs> like Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, Roman noodles. Yeah, Roman noodles. Yeah, he's fucking. <laughs> You look fucking great. Um, So, I am literally done with all WWE products. I'm done. (laughs) I can't watch. I'll watch. I'll I'll watch the pay per views. Um, but I'm I'm done, man. I we we watched Raw, and I I think we were all chatting. I was like, I'm done, man. I can't do. I was exhausted after a half hour. I don't even bother to even cut it on no more. I don't even change to the channel. I probably <laughs> watch SmackDown tomorrow night just to see um they gonna finally let Cena and Roman do a um face off one on one. I wanna see if Roman gonna slip up and Cena gonna embarrass him like he always do. I wanna see if that's gonna happen. Uh is Paul Heyman gonna do all the talking for Roman and that's it. Yeah, they they probably won't. I, I I'm predicting they will not set up Cena and Roman like that because Cena, if they go on the mic without fucking doing anything, like it, if they don't follow their scripts, if they just let Cena be Cena, which he's good at, R- Roman, he's get his ass owned by him in the fucking ring and the fucking mic, dude. All, all he got to do is say. One slip up and Cena would be on that train like white on rice. It's a yeah. shame and disgrace. And you know Willis what? Willis thinks Cena's going to beat him for the title. 
I got a feeling that he is for some odd reason because Cena, they said Cena do have dates after SummerSlam. He's going to be wrestling through all of September, so that's enough time for him to have the belt, get people hyped during some house shows because Cena is the champ at the house show, and then at the next pay-per-view, they have Roman beat him. I don't see it. I just think, Willis, for a guy who's supposedly is so into wrestling as you, you're so out of touch, you're like Vince McMahon Wheeler. No. <laughs> <laughs> they got to do something because Roman didn't have that shit for like a year straight well, already. I know, I know you hate the guy, and I hate him too, but he's the the, the biggest heel in the business right now. Everybody everybody loves this heel character. I get it. He sucks. He's, he can't talk and all that other shit. He's a boring-ass wrestler with the same fucking moves. But he's the hottest thing in wrestling right now, and he's not going to lose. He's going to He's gonna go to WrestleMania, and he's going to beat The Rock for the head-of-the-table shit. I and don't then think they'll never even have here. that match, honestly. Oh, it's, it's coming. <laughs> um... I'm out of the loop on WWE. I mean, I fucking can't stand well, any of it. Too, apparently. I can't fucking stand <laughs> I'm not out of the it. loop. I just see too much stuff going on right now. With all this COVID stuff going on and, and movies canceling productions and shit like that. So Are they? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, they saying stuff is getting pushed back again and movie um, productions are getting closed down again and shit because of this Delta variant, and you know, Rock has a lot of projects going on right now. Still, he still haven't even totally finished up doing um the Black Adam movie yet. So, and that's not until like the middle of 2022, even if that even comes out, even the time that it's supposed to, it might get pushed back. Because they're already talking about Venom is going to get pushed back already, even though they've been advertising it. They say Ghostbusters might not come out until. 2022, Come so on. that's what they saying. Sony talking about they might be trying to push back the movies because no. they don't know if it's going stuff going to shut back down again because of this Delta variant shit. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to shut down. I don't think it is. I, I, I just, I mean, maybe in some, I don't. It's just bigger in places where people don't. We're not trying to talk fucking politics, but it's just bigger in places where people don't get fucking vaccinated, I guess. I don't know. And and you can still get it if you're vaccinated. It's just not that bad, I guess. Yeah, they say you won't be on your ass oh. like you would be if you didn't get the va- um, vaccine. Hey, what about you? How's everything in Florida? <laughs> I, I don't know anybody who's sick. Yeah, they, according to them, it's, it's the worst, one of the worst states. All I know is the parks are busy. People are coming to Florida uh, like crazy, and nobody seems to give a shit about any COVID. Nobody gives That's a all fuck I know. Anymore. They're done with it. Now, They're over it. COVID so yeah. last year. It's so bad, but I mean, I don't know. I don't see any. I don't know anybody who's sick or whatever. So I mean, I don't know. We're around thousands of people all the time, yet no one that I work with is sick. And do you have to? Uh, do you have to wear your mascara? No, only when we go indoors. So we're outside, we're around people all day long. Nice, yeah. We do too. We have to wear our masks inside. But you got your shot though, right? I I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of us your... have. Yeah, I have, but some yeah, people so, haven't. So you good? It's just no one I know is sick. So mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what to say. 
somebody I just um seen on my Facebook feed, they just said that their cousin didn't want to get the vaccine and she was pressing him to get the vaccine. Come to find out, he just got the Delta variant and he's oh. up in the hospital right now. Whoa. Well, you know, hopefully he'll be okay. Yeah. You know? so. Hopefully he'll pull out of it. That's what I hope. Um, So let's talk about the goddamn motherfucking pink elephant of the room, what they did to NXT. <laughs> they just, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Once they put that Nick Khan guy in charge, he just been throwing away shit, getting rid of people he don't need to be getting rid of on the main roster and NXT and I heard the reason why they doing this shit because they mad because they didn't do what they wanted them to do and throw AEW off their night so now they think that NXT is the problem down there and they gonna be trying to change up their way of looking for wrestlers they said they gonna not try to get anybody under 30 years old they talk about that they want Roman Reigns type guys, they don't want nobody under six foot. Basically, they don't want no more ma- vanilla midgets, as Kevin Nash used to say <laughs> in NXT. <laughs> yep. They don't want no fucking vanilla midgets. Or chocolate midgets, apparently, because they fucking let, uh, what's his name go? Uh, Leon? Yeah, Leon Ruff. Yeah, I liked him, man. He's fucking cool. He was like an underdog, but I don't. I didn't care that he was like too lanky or not that big. He still got it. He was pretty good. Yeah, uh, from what I've seen a couple of times, I watched him on the show. But let's be honest. Like out of that list that they let everybody go out of NXT, nobody, maybe three people on that list was getting used. Two of them were active. Bobby Fish had been inactive since that last War Games uh, match with Pat McAfee. Because he fucking blew his tricep. Um, so that's kind of weird that they let him go. I don't know if he was healed uh, or he was still injured. He's older, man. Bobby Fish is older. He's not a young guy. Right. Uh, so he's susceptible to get injured. Great wrestler. He's a great he, He's a great trainer. Um, you know, but, you know, I think I think they I think they could have kept him on in some type of coaching capacity. You know what I mean? He's, right. he's well, the guy's been around for a while. He just he he's susceptible to get injured because he's older. I'm fucking confused about fucking Bronson Reed though. That shit fucking throws me the fuck off. The guy had the fucking <laughs> title what like two weeks ago. Right. Yeah. What the fuck? He doesn't it, make any sense. Yeah, because he's big, like they say. And he can move. He can get it. He's great on the mic, but oh, what the? I, I, I did. It's just I don't fucking get it. I don't know and, if you guys. I don't know if you listened to that interview with uh, Malachi Black and Chris Jericho. I did. And he's like, how he said John Laurinaitis called him Johnny Ace, and he's like, "Well, kid, you know." He's like, "I don't get it. I don't. I, I don't get this one." But hey, good luck. You got my phone number. Like even Johnny Ace, it wasn't his decision. He's just guy the guy that has to deliver the message. But like he didn't get them letting him go either. Like Malachi Black, it's like what the fuck. Right. So it's all just just insane. What I, I really believe they're loading up to sell, and McMahon just doesn't care. He wants to fuck Triple H over because he blames him for NXT not not beating AEW when they went head to head. And 
I just think McMahon is just a sadistic old fuckhead, and he's never going to change. And until somebody says, "Look, dude, you need to go," and that company's going to either be sold or it's going to be it's going to die before it gets sold. I would be surprised if Nick Khan doesn't go, and he's like, "Motherfucker, you man. need to go." It's insane. Like you, you guys aren't really watching it anymore, but I still, for some reason, watch it and torture myself every week. And like, it's the same people, the same matches. Every single week, the same shit. Now, Roman Reigns is untouchable. Nobody can beat the guy. Nobody, he doesn't wrestle except for pay-per-views. And, he, you know, he's like he's like in the old days when Hulk Hogan would come out and do an interview and then he'd disappear. Uh, on the opposite end, Bobby Lashley, he wrestles every week. It's the same shit. You know, he's being booked so way differently than than the way that Reigns' book. Lashley even lost a few weeks ago to uh, to um, uh, the New Day guy, not not Kofi, the other guy. Xavier. Xavier. He lost on Raw. He got pinned by Xavier. Like this is the the Raw champion. Like they they all their champions lose every week. It's just insanity. Like well, that that's the one thing that pisses me off. And maybe call me a fucking purist. And I'm not like a fucking I don't I'm not like a guy who is stuck in the past like, you know, Jim Cornette, you know, so I'm definitely not going to suck his dick. The guy does have some valid points. But like to me, it's this is like it's a no brainer. Like if you lose. If you're a champion and you get pinned, the belt is no longer yours, period. And a fucking story. Like, and WWE has changed that format up, I don't know, for what, the past 10 years? Like, I mean, and I get it, man. Like, when I was when I was a kid, the, one of the first house shows I ever saw uh, here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, Junkyard Dog, the main event was Junkyard Dog versus uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. And Junkyard Dog fucking pinned Macho Man. And we all fucking thought JYD fucking won that fucking Intercontinental belt. And it was a non-title match. And it was a non-title match. And also, not only that, it was a dark match. You know, it was a house show. Not a dark match, but it was a house show. So, like, you know, we're all fucking cheering, like, for real. Like, we were little kids, and we really thought, like, fucking Junkyard Dog won that shit. And they're like, this is a non-title match. It's like, come the fuck on, man. I mean, that's been pissing me off since I was fucking, you know, eight years (laughs) old or whatever. But, like, like, seriously, like, that's the one thing with AEW. They're just like, hey, wins and losses matter here. And they should, man, because you're giving me paper, like, and this is the other thing that about WWE that just started turning me off. You're giving me a pay-per-view match before the pay-per-view. Right. Yeah. The same the exact f- match. That make no sense. All the time, yeah. And they always say, oh, you, they make, you know, why do they have to beat the champion to earn a title match? Like, it's, let them fight, wrestle other people and then fight the champion. It, it makes no sense. There was it's more a, steam and number one contender shit because yeah. that that was like exciting. Like, okay, who's gonna fucking fight the champ? And they still do the number one contenders contender stuff, you know, here and there. But like, it's just I, I get I get it. They're their own beast. And and somebody had made a point, and I don't know where I read it or where I fucking listened to, but WWE the brand is what's they they care about getting over, not stars no more. The star is WWE. It's there's no single one star anymore. You know you the know? reason why that is, right? Because when somebody gets really, really big in WWE, you know what happens? They say, "Fuck this shit, I'm going to Hollywood." 
Look at the last three or four people that they done put on the highest pedestal that they could. Rock, Cena, Batista. They all ran to Hollywood after they like, man, this shit get on my nerves now. I'm gonna make some money in Hollywood. So they Vince is scared that if anybody get bigger than the brand, that they are gonna run away and do something else and be more famous than what they was in the WWE. So that's why they always do all these fifty fifty booking for people and had them do dumb shit like the Jinder Mahal and um, Drew McIntyre dumb shit. Mm. After Drew been a champion for like a year during COVID, and that's how they treat the man after the fact. They have him fighting fucking Jinder Mahal. What kind of shit is that? That's just mm. so trifling. Why is Jinder Mahal even on the roster still? I mean, he's he's terrible. And his two guys, Shanky and whatever that he's got with him, they're terrible too. Like they let go all these good people, and they keep Eva Marie on the roster and Baron Boren Corbin, and it's like, come on, man. I've been I, I've been watching the Boren Corbin leaks, <laughs> or the, the 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 little. Remember I told you, okay, I'll admit that's kind of funny. Yeah, the crybaby Boren Corbin. Yeah, no, but like he's uh. like on down on his luck right now. He's like, fuck. Yeah, like yeah. that's it's more. Not- it was a good one week. It was a good one week joke, but it's it's continuing on and on, and it's going nowhere. Like it's not funny anymore. He comes out with ketchup and mustard stains on his shirt. Like how, you know, that's just the low lowest of lowbrow humor that you can get. And you know who's enjoying it? Only one person, and one person only in the back. As soon as he come on, hi, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. you know that laugh. <laughs> I mean, laugh. Hi, ha, 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 Monday ha. night, Monday night, he fought Drew McIntyre, right? Uh huh. He, he's he's supposed to be a SmackDown wrestler. He's on he's on Monday Night Raw, and he's like, oh, Jinder Hub Mahal offered me some money if I beat him. <laughs> so he has a match with McIntyre. McIntyre beats the shit out of him, and then he's like begging for mercy in the middle of the match. McIntyre is like, oh my god, how much will it take to to get you to get some food and get a shower, for God's sake? So he goes, a hundred thousand dollars. Like, what? <laughs> you know. So then McIntyre McIntyre claymores him, and the match ends. But like, where are they going with this? It's not even funny. Like they they supposedly trademarked a month month or two ago, Happy Corbin. Yeah, I've seen that. So he's gonna somehow become Happy Corbin, and the fans are supposed to cheer for this guy. He <laughs> he ruined Raw when he was general manager, and then he went on SmackDown and was putting dog food on everybody. Like, who's gonna root for this guy? <laughs> he sucks. On top of that, I mean, he was good when he was the lone wolf, but even that was kind of, I don't know. Like, they have a hard time with their characters. Like, you don't like you don't know what they want to be or what they want to do. Rollins, right. Rollins is the worst fucking character I've ever seen on the show, and it's been like this for two years now with the greater good bullshit. And what he what's he doing now is running around and just <laughs> the stupid mm. laugh of his. And <laughs> it makes it makes no sense. Like what I, is he doing? I've been pissed with him ever since he hurt fucking Finn Balor when oh. Finn had um won the Universal Title at SummerSlam. I'm still pissed at him I, from that shit. I don't know what he's doing. Like every week, it's the same crap with him, and, and it's like, what is the point? He's wearing these stupid suits now that look like he got paint thrown all over it, yeah. and he just comes out and he cuts the same promo every single week. 
And, you know, the, now he's feuding with Edge because Edge cost him a shot at the title or whatever. It's like, it just doesn't make any sense. It, and it's the same repetitive bullshit. He should have came back as a as a good guy once he had the, him and Becky Lynch had the baby. He comes back with the same boring character. It's like, what is going on here? Looks like Johnny, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae are going to get dropped. She's yeah, pregnant. Right? She's yeah. pregnant. And uh, he's th- just the guy that fucking Vince hates. Yeah, he's over 30 and he's under 4 foot 10. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's fine. They had their run. I guess, you know, they want to get behind bigger guys. And I, I mean, they... The, the sounds like they legit want to make NXT a brand. Like, there's one of two things that happened, in my opinion. One of the one of the two things that could have happened was Vince and his fucking Stooges are just pissed that dub, that NXT was getting over more than the fucking main roster was, right? Mm-hmm. Right. There's that. It was not their creation. It was like, okay, Triple H, here's this. Like that shit was magic, bro. NXT. I was every fucking. Anytime they had a fucking takeover, magic, dude. And I'm talking all the way back from when fucking I, I've been watching NXT since since it premiered, you know. Um, and it's just like that shit was magical, dude, for a long time. And yeah, it started getting stagnant after you could tell Triple H left or they weren't allowing him to do anything with it. And I'll admit it it started getting stagnant. I feel like it started getting stagnant when. Um, What's his name? Fucking uh, became uh, champ. I kind of started tapping out. Carrying uh, Cross. Um, he's okay, but he's not that great, you know. I felt like NXT went stagnant when they had the last Chompa and Gargano match when it was that no host bar joint, and um, um, Gargano was almost had the fucking match one, and damn, um. Chompa hooked him up on with the um handcuffs, and that's yeah. how he lost the match. Cause I we was there at that show, and I was like, man, that was some bullshit right there. So that's when I felt like NXT lost their thunder because they ran them two into the ground after a while. Right. Well, there's magic there, right, with them two. And yeah, but see, growing up, we had feuds. That lasted more than a week. Like, there's no. We have the same matches, but there's no feuds. Like, you had the, you know, Slaughter and the Iron Sheik, and those guys fought for a year, you know, a year or plus. And, like, so I, I don't think they jumped the, the shark or whatever went with Gargano and, and Ciampa because those guys, like you said, have chemistry and they're great matches together. Every time they're in the ring, it's a great thing. But, like, you have Sami Zayn and and Kevin Owens. They just throw them into a fight for no reason because okay, those guys put on great matches together. Yeah, so they they just, they rekindle the feud all the time, which I'm fine with that because you know it was it's a great they have great chemistry. They put on great matches. Uh, so if you're gonna do feuds, then make it like write them good, like the Gargano and and that those are great written feuds the breakup of uh you know adam cole and his gang that was a good written storyline and then you know it, it it ended up going the way it did now but you have uh sheamus fighting with umberto carrillo on on raw for like seven weeks in a row and 
everybody's like, who the fuck is Humberto Carrillo? Mm-hmm. Like, a kid, a kid right. just shows up on TV one week, and he loses like right away, you know. And now all of a sudden, he's supposed you're supposed to believe that he can survive in a feud with Sheamus over the Intercontinental, Intercontinental Belt. You got Miz and Morrison running around like a couple of jackasses. <laughs> Morrison, I know. Morrison's incredible. He can do these incredible things in the ring. And he's running around with drip drip shaved in the side of his fucking head. And they got, know, right? these, they got these sticks that shoot fucking water. And Miz has been, Miz got hurt after that zombie bullshit. And instead of being off of TV for a while, I mean, this guy's been on TV for like 10 years straight. He's boring as shit. Instead of just giving him a break and coming back fresh, he comes out the next very next week in a wheelchair. I've seen that shit. He's been on TV every week in a wheelchair. Like it, it, it's like God damn, like let some stuff cool off and start something new. Let well, somebody let somebody else do something. Two two things. I want to you. You got to give me a chance to fucking miss you. Yeah. How am I gonna know I don't fucking love you? How much am I gonna fucking realize that I love you if I fucking miss you? And I <laughs> and and so like. There's that aspect of it, and so like you know, heart absence makes the heart grow fonder. But the other thing about it is, is this is these motherfuckers like okay, so you take NXT or not uh, w, take the WWE product, and then you take fucking um, AEW, right? And like, I'm not fucking getting John Moxley fucking shoved down my throat every week. Exactly. Every other week, I'm like, oh man, yeah. Every other week, perfect. Um, Andre Elidilo, um, you know, Andrade. He's running a really cool little angle with Death Triangle. We're, they're kind of doing a slow build on that. I, I feel like Death Triangle is going to turn on uh, yeah. Pac. You know, I right. feel I see it coming. But, like, Andrade's not on there every week. Tommy N's not on there every week. That's the thing. When WWE fucking gets somebody who's hot, it's like, shove them down your motherfucking throat. And that's why we hated fucking Cena for a long time. But hey, when Cena came back, because I watched the clip with Roman, we loved it because we missed him. You know, I don't miss Cena if I see him every fucking week. And so that's the thing with AEW, man. Like they they got that shit figured out. Now, granted, like I know the fucking they are playing up that angle with uh, what's his name coming out every week or what's the name's the elite. Uh-huh. Uh you know, And that's cool. You know what I mean? But they, they know like they kind of semi and they don't do it. They're still a click, but they're not there all the time. You got the inner circle. You got fucking the pinnacle. Like, they're not hanging out with the fucking with their fingers up each other's ass every week fucking cutting a promo. Like, they're doing their own things on the side, and that's amazing. But they haven't broken them up, and they're not, like, officially broken up because it's just – I feel like the booking and, – and this is one of my biggest bitches about AEW, and and, and, and uh, Nudie can call me out on it, and, and I'm fine with that. But remember Nudie? I was like, man, their fucking angles are sucking, man. Like – it's just making no sense. I did a fucking, like, it's just, this is just me. I did, like, an experiment last night in my brain to see if they listened to the fans. Last night, AEW put, I don't know if it was on their Instagram or yesterday, it was on their Instagram or on their Twitter about who do you got, Nyla Rose or Chris Statlander, right? Oh, jeez, that's easy. <laughs> yeah, well, no, 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 but, like, you know, some people like Nyla, so whatever, that's fine. Rose I mean, does. that's I, I don't I mean like I'm to the point of this if they're consenting adults I don't give a shit right but like <laughs> but like if the chicks are comfortable with wrestling a, a, a genetically born man whatever but <laughs> that, that, whatever that's their thing but uh, the, the 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 Twitter feed was like 
Chris, 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 all the way down. There's a few Nylas, and it's like, okay, is Tony Khan, is whoever listening, are they paying attention to their fans? Are they going to give their fans what they want? And it's like, yep, fucking Chris fucking, she won. It was a really cool match. Nobody botched. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's like, okay, all right. And I and I had that in my head. I'm like, if, if Nyla wins tonight, you know, it, it, I don't know, man. And, and, and so I feel like if that was a WWE poll, like, hey, you want fucking, you know, Sasha to win or fucking Bianca to win? And if everybody's like, Sasha, Sasha, Sasha. Bianca WWE. would win. Yeah, Bianca yeah. would win. It's like that's what no, pisses no, you off. No, would win. <laughs> <laughs> but and I'm not a fan of fucking Bianca, man. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just not. She's I don't. Too, she's not ready, and they pushed her in when they shouldn't have. Right. But uh, your to your point there, they Statlander is the only one right now who should be the one to defeat Britt Baker when it's her time to lose. Right now, she's on fire. She's not losing for a little while. Yeah. But um, they ruined Nyla Rose at the very beginning. That She should have never lost. They should have booked her as a beast from the beginning and then had somebody beat her ass. But she lost to the little fucking Japanese Joshi girl. There's no way. There's no way in hell that that woman should have beat Nyla Rose. Nyla on, Rose. My own defense of that because I oh, was actually there. There we go. Actually, they're live in the building. Mm-hmm. He, not, he told me not... Nyla Rose at first. Oh, I thought you were saying Nyla Rose's testicle fell out of the pants. No. Oh. <laughs> he was for Nyla Rose at first. Then when Nyla Rose started doing dirty in the match, everybody started cheering for Rio. Well, of Rio course. Started... He's a freaking heel, Willis. No. Well, nobody really didn't know who was really who or what then because that was really the first night and a lot of people (laughs) said that was their first time really seeing AEW that was in the arena that I was actually in the first night. So when she first came out because she was from Washington, D.C., automatically everybody was cheering for her because she was a hometown girl. They made sure they made a point to say she was from Washington, D.C. that night. Okay. And everybody was cheering for her. But when she started doing Rio Dirty, they the crowd turned that match around. Yes. I think I think if Nyla Rose was being cheered that whole night, I don't think Rio would have won that match that night. Because but that every doesn't mean they did the right thing. Well, you had a book for the crowd. No, no, no. Night. You don't book for the crowd. You book for the future, man. No, you, that, they, that they, you make her a super strong heel that nobody can defeat, and then you prop somebody up like um, what's the one that was the champion for twenty five years? The, the the Asian woman. Oh, uh, Piro Shida, Shida. Yeah, you built Shida up to beat her after a year of her being a dominant, dominant champion, but instead they put that that. Two foot tall Joshi is the champion, and the division sucked for the for a whole year. They the didn't know what sucked. to do with her after the fact. That well, that's that, the problem. That's true. That's true. But yes. they, were say, they were saying because Kenny Kenny Omega has a, a weird fascination right with small Japanese girls, so he was yeah. doing so. That was they. T- I believe from what I've read that they that Kenny Omega was booking the women's division, and he's putting all these like weird fucking Joshi chicks in there, and yeah. like they just weren't getting over, dude. We need him. Like that—that's 
that was my biggest complaint about AEW is they were coming in and doing Japanese style, especially Kenny Omega, like Japanese style type of fucking like promos, but that didn't translate well, like to the American crowd. Like they just couldn't find their footing. And 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 to their credit, and 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 I I'll eat fucking crow, and I'll admit when I'm wrong. I'm not like that, you know. I'm not a person like that, but like. I, I I still don't really care for the young bucks, like as far as them being overrated. Yeah, dude, I know I, I don't think they're the greatest thing since sliced bread either. But, but I don't think they're as bad as but, you make them out to be. But <laughs> but <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but lately with them coming out and, and it all started when they came out with fucking their their mustaches shaved like Hulk Hogan. Um, <laughs> ever since then, and what it's been about maybe a month and a half, almost a couple months. They they've been getting over with me. And, uh, so you and, like them as douchebags, not not uh well, no, not, just not fan favorites. Yeah, just be what you are. Like I think that if uh, <laughs> be what, what you I are. <laughs> I mean I've read in real life that they're fucking douchebags, like in real fucking life. So it's like just fucking be that. You know what I mean? Be be a fucking asshole. Be a be, dick. Be elite. Yeah, exactly. Be elite. And <laughs> hey man, I'll tell you what. They're fucking. They're they're heel. I hate them, but I but I love to hate them. Do you know what I mean? And that that's not not like I'm on change the channel and fast forward it. I, I love to hate him, man. I, I I fucking love to hate him. And and same with fucking MJF. Like you love to hate the guy, right? Yeah, He's, but you don't feel the same way about MJF MJF as you do the Young Bucks. Well, they're very careful with MJF. He doesn't wrestle a lot, and when he does, is he's very methodical and slow because he's still learning. He's yeah. still he's still finding his way, but they're he's being still, careful. He's really good though for his yeah. age. Oh, he's great. I yeah. seen him when he was wrestling um, MLW before he even came to AEW. Mm-hmm. He had his little stable, the Dynasty, before before he had left. Yeah, so, so, I know you, we're all over the place with this show tonight, but nah, that's just shit, you know we're pat we're passionate wrestling fans and we want it to be good. When it's good, it's it's incredible, and the WWE hasn't been good in a long time. And I mean, you know, I'm a diehard fan because I still watch that shit every week, even though it sucks. <laughs> I want it to be good, and I just wish they would listen to what people are telling them instead of just doing what they want to do all the time. It's like listen to your fans. <laughs> My but daughter they- said she can't watch it no more. She said it ain't. She said WWE had the same five, six people wrestling like every other night. It's I true. can't do it no more. <laughs> it, it, she's not lying. It's the same thing every single week. And it's not even feuds. If it was feuds, it'd be a different story. But the stories are terrible. I need to I need to dip my toe because I, I DVR it every week because uh, I get um, whatever my TV package is. They get Fox News Arizona or not mm-hmm. Fox News, Fox Sports Arizona. Right. And they have Ring of Honor on there. Um, I need to start dipping my toe back into Ring of Honor. Um, I'm hearing good things, but I just haven't. And it's again, it's DVR. I have like six episodes, but uh, I got a buddy of mine, uh, this guy that I work. I called him Old Ma- Old Man Harper. Uh, uh, I just don't want to give his name. But this this guy, this kid, I say he's a kid, but the guys, he's you know he's thirty some years old. Um, he. Uh, I just gave him the book, The Death of WCW. Mm-hmm. I've got him all in on, AE, on AEW. He, and then I turned him on to fucking um, Lucha Underground. 
And he's like, bro, like he watched the whole fucking thing. Like he's been watching it, you know, power streaming through it. And then he 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 sent me the Vampiro documentary and nail in the coffin. Mm-hmm. I was so I was trying to get you guys to watch it. I should have been a little bit more heavy handed with you and be like, hey, we should watch this shit. It's pretty fucking good. That Vampiro documentary. I think I have it on Plex. It's I'll probably pretty, end up watching it soon. Or it's later. pretty good, man. Like it, it the the thing is being filmed. Where did you guys ever remember the the controversy with Sexy Star and Rosemary? Yeah, you guys ever read about that. Yeah. So this documentary is being filmed when that happens, because um, they were doing like the 25th anniversary of AAA down in Mexico, and Vampiro was like he was doing the production for it, so he was like. The, he wasn't booking it, but he was, you know, he was in and Johnny Mundo or Johnny Nitro or Johnny whatever they fucking call him now. What do they call him Johnny now? Johnny Drip Drip. Yeah, he was Johnny. <laughs> yeah, so Johnny Nitro or whatever the fuck. But he's in. He's in it um, in the ring. But what's really fucking funny is um, Jeff Jarrett is in it, right? And he and got drunk. He's drunk, bro. And, like, he's behind the stage, and Vampiro's like, bro, get to the fucking ring, motherfucker. Get to the fucking ring. And he's trying to – and Jeff Jarrett's is being an asshole, fucking with uh, Vampiro not going to the ring. He's all, get to the fucking ring. They're hitting your fucking music. And I guess after <laughs> the match, like, he's all, this fucking guy, this fucking asshole, Vampiro. He's like, he fucked with me in WCW, and he's still fucking with me. Like, he was just all pissed. And, um, you know, because Vampiro's backstage, you know, producer. Uh, and – um. Something happened between La Parca, you guys remember La Parca, uh-huh. and, and a couple of other Mexican wrestlers, and fucking they're having to hold Jeff Jarrett back. He's trying to fight him for real, and then you see, and he's going by Kevin Cross, obviously before he made it to NXT, and he's just all sweaty, just fucking laughing, and Vampiro's like, hey, I'm sorry, because I think uh, Jeff Jarrett was wanting to fight fucking Cross. And Cross is, like, laughing so fucking hard behind the stage. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, it's great, man. You guys need to watch it. It's a really good documentary uh, about Vampiro. He's he's a nut, too, man. He's crazy. But, you know, he's been he's got had he's had like 25 concussions. You know, yeah. he's 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 a fucking crazy ass. But I, I would highly recommend that documentary. It's really good. And if anything, it may fucking get you guys to watch a little bit of Lucha Underground. Uh, it was good for what it was, man. It's only three seasons. Like I said, it's not it, the, the wrestling's great, and then you see all the faces in there, man. Like there's a match between Penta and and um, Io Shirai, but she went by another name, and they fucking tore each other up, man. Like it's one of the best matches I've ever seen. It's fucking great. She does New Jack shit in that match. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking good, but I I I, I don't know, man. We'll have to. I, I'm still trying to sell you guys on that fucking, that fucking Lucha Underground thing. Uh, <laughs> it's just so many shows and not enough time. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Man, we can't but, even can't even do our other show every other week like we used to anymore. Right. What I want to bring up is something that makes no goddamn sense to me. Why? Oh, why did they let Bray Wyatt go? That makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Vince always crying about people bringing in merchandise money. Bray Wyatt shit sells out every time he brings out something new, and they got rid of his ass. I don't understand it. That shit makes no sense. And then they give his damn whole gimmick to fucking Alexa Bliss, and nobody likes that shit at 
at all. This shit is so fucking corny. I don't get it. I don't get it. That shit just logic. Braun Strowman, even though he fucked up a lot when he was wrestling, but he was exactly what Vince wanted. A big, agile man in the ring looking like a monster. It's the type that he wanted, and he let him go, too. I don't understand that mess. This shit is just wow. What I'm under, what I'm understanding, and from what I've read, is that it's all financial. That Bray was asking, but I mean Bray's asking for too much money. Braun is asking for too much money. WWE's trying to fucking save money. But here's the thing: WWE, just like fucking CM Punk said, how long ago? Ten years ago. Vince McMahon is going to fucking make money despite himself. They're, when they brought this fucking Tony Khan guy in, like, he's he's a financial guy, right? Yeah, he, Nick Khan, he, yeah. Nick Khan, he fucking does the fucking books, and he's like, look, this guy's making you this much money now, but how much his money is this guy going to make you then? And I think that fucking, it it was just a simple fucking money thing. But what, what do you mean it was more than that? Well, from the other sources that I've read and everything, they they said it was about money, but... It's more about Wyatt being pissed off about the character direction, and every time he, every time he gets and revitalizes his career, they fucking ruin it with the writing and everything. He was pissed about the direction they were taking his character, and how every time they tell him he's they're gonna go one way, they change their mind and go another way. He was supposed to win at WrestleMania, and then the day of or whatever, they made him lose to Randy Orton. Yeah. So. He's just, you know, he was just fed up with everything. And I guess he was clashing backstage with the writers and Vince McMahon about the way that they were treating his character. He's just like, how many times can I I revitalize my career and you guys kill it every single time? And so that kept, came to a head and they were just like, you know, let's just fire his ass. And they that's what use, they did. They used an excuse because he was out injured, which he actually was for a minute, but they said that he was already cleared to be released and this the um Raw that just passed he was supposed to come back on that Raw. They even showed previews at the show during the commercials of Bray Wyatt. People talk about how great Bray Wyatt was, Stone Cold and Mick Foley and they had play, accidentally played them joints in the arena during the break. Yep. So I just it's it's just one of those situations, man, where it's just for me again, I haven't watched it in so fucking long. Um I'm completely and I think I told I mean I've I've been vocal about my post. I was like first time I watched this shit in fourteen months and nothing's fucking changed. You know, it's like goddamn uh I'm I'm not gonna fucking I'm not gonna continue to fucking torture myself anymore with it, man. I may fucking I have D I have NXT DVR'd. If they're doing a big reset, if they're doing a giant reset in it like they did in WCW back in the day, like I may tune into it. We'll see what's up, but I, I don't have high hopes. I've just been burned too many times by those guys, you know? I've been I don't burned think it's going to be a reset to tell you the truth. Really? I think they're going to go back to where it was before they became this, this in, incarnation of NXT. I think they're going to do stupid skits and stunts and all that other bullshit again. Because that's what Vince likes. He likes the stupid shit. Right. So, like, I don't think it's oh, going to yeah, be... Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, we didn't, didn't we all watch uh, 
no holds barred. <laughs> that's, the type of, that's the type of humor Vince has, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I do don't think my pants. I really don't think it's going to be uh, a show like it is now. Once they they get to where they want, where they get rid of everybody and, and start making it new, I think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a wrestling show anymore. Yeah. Right. And I just was looking at um one of WrestleMania's videos, and they was talking about that the USA Network is disappointed in the people that WWE let go in NXT, and they also disappointed about their direction that NXT might go to. So that's something like you was just talking about. Yep. That's something that might be happening down the road. I think USA thought they was going to get another um, show like Raw and SmackDown that was going to bring generate in a lot of views, and WWE promised that to them. And, and it didn't work out. And I heard even Fox is not even um, pleased with the ratings that they're getting on SmackDown. They thought that they was going to get like three or four million at, every week. And especially since you don't even need cable to even watch SmackDown anymore. As long as you got an on-air antenna and you have a, a, Fo- a Channel 5 Fox station on on. In your area, you can watch SmackDown without cable, and they still not even breaking over two million viewers a week. So that that's just wow. They say even after they had live crowds back on Monday Night Raw, they had a jump from like a hundred and sixty nine million to like almost close to two million viewers. Now it's back to 170 uh-huh. viewers a week now. So even with them coming back to live fans, people then already turn away from watching uh-huh, Raw, and they said it's going to get even worse because NFL is about to come back on the show. Yeah, and they're not changing. They're nope. producing the same bullshit they produced when the pandemic was going on. It's the yeah. same bullshit. So <laughs> why are people going to spend money to go see the to go see a lame show. It's not well, going to happen. People do spend money to go see the damn lame show, and when you see the crowds, half the time they're not even paying attention to the fucking matches when you see them watch at Raw and SmackDown. And then they, on Monday, they've been cheering We Want Riot, Wyatt and stuff, and yep. then they've been pumping in noise over it to drown it out. Yep. <laughs> I heard they even been putting in Goldberg chants. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're pumping. They've they're they're pumping the chants in. They're pumping the crowd noise in. Especially they can do that during television production as well. Those crowds are dead. It's really funny. So me and Noah, uh, one of my one of my sons, he's more into wrestling with me than David. David's into some wrestling, but Noah's really into wrestling. And we sit there and we're watching it, and he's like in amazement. Like he's like at the fucking crowds at AEW. Like he's like. He's like, they're just, they're on fire. Like, they're engaged. They're fucking, I was like, dude, this, this, this that's an excited crowd that's not fucked over by the product. And not I, yet. I, I, yeah, well, well, we'll see. You know what I mean? But not yet. Let, let's give AEW, AEW's on fire. They're, they got momentum, man. Let's just don't fuck it up. Do you know what I mean? Um, I hope, my biggest fears with AEW is that they don't bring in the CM Punk and the Daniel Bryan and the Bray Wyatts and overshadow what they've already built. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like 
that's one of my big let's let, do it fucking smart. Like I know people will pop. I know people will love to see them because they're fan favorites. But I don't know for I don't know who I was talking to. Maybe one of you guys. I don't fucking remember. But I remember I I used to fucking buy Impact once a week. What was it like five bucks? Do you remember Nudie? Back in the day, mm. yep, it was about five dollars. I used to buy Impact once a week and watch that shit because I liked it, and it was so fucking good. And then they got a fucking television deal, and it was okay. It wasn't bad. And then it was like NWO 2.0. They got what? Hogan in. And they got fucking, yeah, fucked they it bitch all up. up. They all and it was like, dude, I'm watching the I'm watching why WCW ended. And it's like, <laughs> this is fucking awful. Like, and I yeah. just tuned out. But they were on, dude. When they were when you could buy that shit, dude, it was on fire, bro. They had Team Canada. It was so fucking badass. That uh, Bobby Roode was in Team Canada. Eric uh, Eric Young was in Team Canada. Elix Scott Skipper, Demar. Yeah, Scott Demore, Elix Skipper. Dude, they were fucking badass. They had that stretch from, like, 2005 to about, what, 2006 or seven, where yeah. that whole show was just awesome. The women wrestling was good. The men wrestling was good. The um, X Division was good. Everything was on fire. And then once... They got Eric Bischoff in there, Hogan in there, then Bully Ray with that bullshit aces and eights bullshit. <laughs> Everything got fucked up. They got rid of the um six-sided ring and went back to the regular four-sided ring, and it took away all the personality with impact, and it never been the same since. Damn. Um, I'm going to... Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna forward you a, a, a nudie uh, a, a link if you can to to Skype. Do you think you could add it to? We gotta call this person real quick. It's a surprise. A surprise? Yeah, I I sent it to you in the messenger. Why oh, shouldn't you add it? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see. Hold on. A, a surprise. It's a surprise only to 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 Aaron because he's the only one who knows this person. Right. It's a surprise. If it ain't fucking Hulk Hogan, I'm gonna be depressed. I don't even want to hear from him. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if it's gonna go through. I'm guessing it's Flesh Eater. No. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Yo. Well, who the hell is this? Hey, is this Jim Cornette? Oh, goddamn, it's John, it's Jim Cornette, Paul from Castle Cornette, who the fuck is this? This is Willis and, uh, Nudie and, uh, Aaron, Virus. Ah, Virus, well, you brought your goddamn friends in here, your AEW fucking ball lickers, to come call <laughs> me and bother me? Yeah. Well, well, you do understand that my best friend, Bobby Eaton, just passed away, right? I'm in the middle of fucking grieving over here. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I'm glad you got over. You sound much better. Well, you know, it doesn't take that much when I have to listen to the likes of bullshit fucking so-called wrestling fans give me shit just because I happen to like wrestling the way it used to be, the way it should be. Oh, you mean back when, uh, you know, it was racist, like Colonel Parker and... Oh, you know what? Don't go into that goddamn racist shit. That's just the way that wrestling was back in the day. Yeah, you gotta take a little bit of the bad with the good. 
and, 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 and what, what was it when you're Smoky Mountain with New Jack and the other guys? You, you, you didn't explain That was very them? innovative. New yeah. Jack and uh, Mustafa Syed, or as they like to say, Mustafa Syed back then. That was a great, great, great team that I helped put together. Then, unfortunately, stupid-ass Paul Heyman tried to rip out from under me, and now you know him as the gangsters. Rest in peace, New Jack. <laughs> Saba Simba, now that was a great one. Look, listen, let me tell you something right now. Sometimes back when I was working with the, with the National Wrestling Alliance back in the day, you had to drag out some of your black wrestlers in chains to make them look a little more vicious. That's just how it is. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Willis, what do you got to say about that? Oh, oh. oh you talk about that bullshit ass. Um, Harlem Heat shit before they was Harlem Heat. <laughs> yeah, but look where, look, but look where it took him. Okay, he put in the work, he put in the dedication, and now you got a WWE Hall of Famer in Booker T. I don't see you doing anything like that, Willis. What else kind of thing you want to see, huh? Jumpy flip dives, uh, a whole bunch of video game bullshit, flippy flippy. That's not going to get you to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> to be fair, this was Transformers in wrestling. Yeah, that's all you want is the Transformers. You want it to be spoon-fed to you, so it's all nice and good. But here I here you have all that toughness that's just gone out of the way. <laughs> all right, what else you got to say? We got to let you go, Cornette. Well, I just want to say that you know if you have any, uh, if you if you if you take the time and listen to me on the Cult of Cornette, the Jim Cornette Experience with a great Brian Last. Every day, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we, we, we have our little points there, and we tell you exactly how it is. And it's not like this little bullshit here that you're going to get spoon-fed to you and acid-washed to let you know that AEW is some kind of wonderful bullshit. You can take that and shove it up your ass along with hey, Dave Meltzer. Hey, Mr. Cornette, Mr. Cornette, can we uh, come over <laughs> after the show and gangbang your wife? <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll send you the details. Thank you for coming on the show, sir. Thank you. you. Bye. (laughs) Jim Cornette, everybody. All right, Jim Cornette. All right, guys. Well, uh, that's it for our show, I guess, tonight. Can't end Uh, it any better than that, right? Right. We cannot. We cannot. And uh, (laughs) this is the wrestling show, episode two. Yeah. And get it up for you. Good night. All right. So yeah, contact us on our our Facebook pages and all our other shows, and yeah. uh, let us know what you think about this. Let us know what you think about the state of wrestling today, and you know we will engage with you. So yeah. Good night. Yeah. Bye. Bye. That shit was right. funny. Who the hell was that? The wrestling show. <laughs>